my name is Beth Guide. I'm with Vertical Web, and today we're going to be talking about the basics of SEO and why it's important. So I want to start with that question about why is SEO important so we understand why there's so much um, attention being paid to this and why it's a very important function. Um, Google, and I'm, I'm really coming down meaning specifically Google, is the largest driver of traffic for a website. And that number one spot, number two spot, number one on the map, number two on the map, securing those for your business is the difference between the phone ringing once a week and once an hour or once every other, you know, once every minute even. I mean, I, I have some companies that the phone just rings off the wall. Um, so it, it is imperative that we get a strategy that allows us to master Google. Now, are there other things out there? Absolutely. Um, the second largest one. So let me kind of just give you the numbers on this. Um, Google right now, and I think this number is a little bit low on the loan of the latest ones I saw is about 60% of all traffic to your website will come from Google. Uh, everything else is all else. I don't know that I necessarily think, I think that number is actually a little bit higher to be quite honest with you, but we'll, we'll go with 60 for the sake of this discussion. Um, the next closest person to you would be Facebook. So, and it's at 5%. Now, if you're like any small business owner that I know, um, you are going to want to maximize your time. You're going to need to make sure that everything you do gives your business the most amount of effort. Um, and with that said, um, I spend a lot more time on Google than I'm ever going to spend on Facebook because frankly, for 5% of the traffic, um, that's not such a, that's not such a good equation versus 60% of the traffic. So I'm going to put my efforts on 60% because my time is valuable and I have to make sure it's maximized for everything I do. Um, there's some people out there that might say, well, if you go for the smaller amount, you may get more. And that's all crazy talk. Just put your effort into Google and that's, that's what it needs to be. Um, I see we have a plumber. From the plumber side, we need to be focusing on maps more than I do need to be focusing on the organics. But in all, each and every one of you um, needs, we need to find a home for you within that organic search within Google. So we make sure that you're present. Um, YouTube, Yahoo, and Bing bring up the rear with at least uh, 4% a piece. So as you can see, we've got one guy that's getting 60%, and then the whole rest of the internet is doing the other 40%. Um, and you, the rules are so different for each of those other properties and what you have to do. It becomes um, just, you, you really would need a team of five, six, seven people sitting there to be able to master all these properties properly. Now I have, as we get into this and we do things, I, I do have strategies that help us manage Facebook, manage LinkedIn, manage these other properties to help us be present in them. Um, but at the end of the day, it, Google is where our efforts need to be. And that's where this search engine optimization sort of term comes from, if you will. Um, the other thing is when you're talking about search engine optimization, what you're doing is basically saying, I'm going to take my content and I'm going to optimize it to feed that search engine in the best possible way. So I need to be feeding my customer. I also need to be feeding my uh, to be feeding Google. I have to balance both of them. So just, I don't want anybody to think that 
I'm losing sight of the fact that the customer is important. Um, if I roll the clock back 20 years, what ends up happening 20 years ago, um, I could put anything I wanted. Um, I could feed the search engine, which wasn't Google 20 years ago. Um, and I could, I could do all of that. Uh, but on the other side of the coin, the end user was not as sophisticated. So they were willing to accept badly written content, keyword stuff content. They were willing to uh, accept all of that. They just picked the number one person and basically called them on the phone. Those days are pretty well gone. They're judging you on content. They're judging you on appearance. They're judging on whether they feel like you're trustworthy. Do you have any type of res reputation? What are your reviews? So there is so much more. So we do need to balance both of these. So I just want to make sure that we understand that as I'm saying this, I, I am cognizant and you should be cognizant that we have to balance between both sides of this. Um, we do, we do um, to understand how this all works. So let me kind of give you um, a little bit of the background of this. Okay. So a search engine is pretty much an oversimplification of this is garbage in and garbage out. And the thing is, what do I do to put garbage into Google so they give me back out the answer I want? And I'm not meaning that in a bad way. I'm just meaning that how do I structure things and how do I meet the burden that they need? It's called an algorithm. It's a mathematical computation. Um, I, I think there's about 200 and some odd pieces of data overall. I mean, that number kind of varies. There really is only about 10 or 12 that really matter. Um, but at the end of the day, what they do is they take a page of content, and I'm, I'm not meaning your entire website, they do evaluate that as well, but each and every page of content is run through this algorithm and scored. And when I explain it to people that don't know really any about anything like this, I explain it to them that it's like ice skating or boxing. I say ice skating because the Winter Olympics are next week. I say boxing because some men don't like ice skating, so I don't want them to feel left out. All right. But at the end of the day, depends on what items that you put in, depends on what your score is, and then how close you get to number one, just like ice skating. If I flip three times in the air, I get a much higher score than if I just skate around in circles. And our job job is to jump three times in the air as much as possible. That's, that's kind of what our job is. So under, we've got to understand the algorithm. I talk a lot about what that algorithm is. I don't say, hi, I'm here to say this is an algorithm alert. I say, okay, this is the things that we need to do. There's a difference in um, formulation on that, if you will. Um, because I have to, I have to, uh, I, I can't start talking about mathematics or everybody will be sticking their hands in their ears. But at the end of the day, if you do enough items right, you will be able to make the, make the algorithm do what you want. So what they do is they come in, they take a page, they awesome. score, and then they place it within their index. And that process awesome. is done repetitively. Okay. Uh, hold on a second. We got That's what? It's this one here. Okay. Can I remind everybody to make sure that we keep muted? So if we're uh, doing things just so that um, we don't have the feedback in the room, that would be helpful. Okay. So they put the stuff in, they formulate it out, 
Each one of those search engines has a different set of algorithms. So DuckDuckGo is different than Google. Google is different than Bing. Um, but the overall concept is the same. So we talk a lot in this room about how we feed that algorithm. And that's kind of what we, we're going to talk about too as we go through all of this. Um, the reason that you need to know how a search engine works is because in order to make it perform the way you want it to perform, um, you actually have to understand what it's looking for so you can meet those criteria. Um, what I will say is that Google has published 149 page guidelines of what you should be doing on your website. And I am here to tell you that I think if you took those Google guidelines and followed them to a T, you would have a website that did not rank. And the thing is, is that although they tell you the right way to put it all together, what they don't tell you is what pieces are most important to their computation. So if you omit those pieces, although you have followed their guidelines to a T, you will not be number one or number two or number three within their and within their sphere. So that's why I, you know, I, I kind of want to get everybody um, understanding that that they come in, they get the data, they process the data, they post the data. If you did everything matched based on what they said, you would get nowhere. So this is where the art form of this SEO and why you need to have an know an SEO person or come to these classes so that you can understand what pieces that you need to make sure that you implement so that you feed them the right way. The other thing I'll do is I'll liken it maybe to fishing. If I fish with the wrong bait, I might catch, catch a fish, but I, if I catch with a, uh, you know, catch a, uh, catch, uh, throw out with the right bait, I may end up catching a whole bucket full of fish. So, uh, you know, I don't want to hook the fish sideways and drag them to shore. I want to have this actually all work right. So that's kind of what the basic understanding for everybody is, hey, you need, this is a mathematical computation. There's a set of guidelines. We need to follow the guidelines and then implement what the math pieces are. And it's not like you have to do math with a paper and pencil. This is not that type of a thing. Um, there's just certain elements that um, need to be put together right. So um, that's, that's the understanding that you have to have from that. Now, what I will say is the other thing that when a search engine builds its out, um, its directory, the, Google, not everybody, but Google is also looking for how many votes you get. Okay. And the way they look at that is that if somebody makes a link to your website, your website must have value. Okay. So this is a Chamber of Commerce event, and actually they started this at one point. The uh, Houston Northwest Chamber president looked at me, and it was not Bobby. It was the, the lady before Barbara. She said to me, she said, Beth, could you make a video and explain in, in just a few minutes what the value of an SE, uh, a Chamber of Commerce membership is to, a, um, to, to our businesses in reference to Google? So I sat down. I said, hey, you know, you need to... Um, have a chamber of commerce membership. It validates the business, blah, blah, blah. I did my five minute video. I put it up on my website. I have five or 10 chambers of commerces now voting 
that my website is important when it comes to a chamber of commerce membership and why you should have them. So therefore what's happened is when you put in chamber of commerce SEO, here comes my website. We're, I think we're number three. Okay. And that's because I put the content up, I put the content up, right. But one of the things that happened was I have all these chambers of commerce is voting for that, um, that page on my website. So Google looks for those, those backlinks, if you will, what you don't want to do is manipulate them. You don't want to fake them. Um, you don't want to, um, buy them because there's, ways you can buy them as well um anything that is not above board i'm gonna say um you should not be participating in um a good seo company does not generally talk about buying links and how they're going to manipulate the google search engines um i i i I think they do it but i don't feel like they have a front-facing conversation about it mostly because it's one of those heady things that you know, it's one of those fine points, but just understand your chamber of membership does that. If you're part of the, the uh, plumbing association, that does it. If you're part of HAR, that does it. Those links validate your business to Google. Those are good links. Those are things we would want to foster. So just put that in your, your thought process on that. Uh, BBB would be on that list. Um, I think that's another localized good one that I can kind of just throw out sideways and say, hey, you, you might should consider that. I am not a fan of the BBB. There's a whole big story to that. But for, from a link standpoint, um, it's good to have one. So just, just know that's out there. Um, another thing that Google looks for to feed its, uh, and I'm saying Google search engines, um, every site that you have or every one of you that has a site should have a sitemap. I don't mean like the old days we would build a web page that had all your links on it. There is a feed that comes off of most websites um, that comes out of like from WordPress, it's usually the SEO plugin. It has a feed and what it does is it lists all your pages. So if you get emails that say, hey, give us 50 bucks and we'll list your website, um, that's not a thing anymore. It's just as simple as submitting that sitemap to Google uh, through their search console. Um, that would be something that I would strongly encourage everybody to do because that's a uh, basic uh, function that everybody should have. Now, um, WordPress has it, it built in. I, I have to imagine some of the other services like Wix and Squarespace have some manner of something. I don't want to get off into a tirade about those guys today. I just want to, I just want to say that look for how to submit the sitemap. If you need help, uh, we'll have a how to submit the sitemap class probably within the next few weeks anyway, because we'll go through, we, I want to go through the functionality of search console and that's a part of it. So if you don't know what I'm talking about, just know that something you should do. And at some point we will tackle how to do it or shoot me an email and I'll tell you, in fact, Probably I'll just stick it on the website of how to do it. And then we'll be. So what they do is they walk along. They walk along the Internet. Um, they look for uh, items um, and then they decide mathematically how to rank them. OK. Um, they process it, they index it and on we go. OK. Um, they also as they as they do this and we'll come back to a little bit, but. 
Another piece of what they look for is how relevant the page is. So if you're going to talk about water leaks under a slab, uh, your page needs to be about water leaks under the slab. Uh, Henry, are you still doing aviation airplane -y type things? Okay. All right. Uh, okay. I'm just making sure. But if you're, if you're doing that, um, can you hold on one second? The dogs are going to bark. Hang on. Don't bark, Daisy. Hold on one second for me, please. I am so sorry. This is that work from home curse. I apologize. I had I had a guy come for the weather and he was supposed to be here before 11 and now he's on my front lawn. And um, yeah, so I apologize about that. Anyway, so back to what I was saying. Um, if I was going to have um, something that was uh, about frozen pipes, the page better go be talking about frozen pipes so that they're going to pick what's the most relative, uh, relevant out there. Um, it needs to be up to date. Uh, they often pick items or articles or pages on a website that bring new information to the party. So um, we want to we want to do things like that to bring new information to the to the to the web or about how we handle something that may be different than a standard uh, situation. Um, they also look for, is the person an authority? So that's a whole situation on of itself of how do I build up authority? But just the fact that you're a member of a chamber of commerce and participating in your community, that actually does help the situation. So just kind of put that, that one in your thought process and that would, be, that would be good. And then another thing that they're looking at now is the speed of your website, which is the direct reflection on your web hosting company. So you need to make sure that you 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 have backlinks, that you're relevant in what you do, um, that you are an author authoritative in what you do. Um, and then what is the speed of the pages? Um, and then if you kind of put all of those together, that's what they're looking for on each and every page. So when their algorithm comes through, 
they go ahead and start to promote you forward. Is everybody with me so far? Because again, this is a beginner class, so I don't want to leave anybody in the dust because I'm going too fast. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to assume everybody's in a good spot at the moment. And if you have any questions, stick them in chat. Thank you. Stick them in chat. And I mean, I'll answer them as I go. I can, I can see that. So I don't want anybody sitting and, you know, thinking, hey, this is a basic class and this lady passed me up. Okay. So I, I just want to make sure we're good there on that part. So if you have questions, I'm going to give everybody time. If everybody's good, I'm just going to kind of go on with it. All right. So we kind of went and we talked about um, how the search engine works quickly. And then how, um, why we want the organic results. So the next question we have to ask ourselves, because what I, what I will say is all those things that I just outlined for you take time. And they take a lot of time. They take a lot of effort. They take a lot of, um, they take a lot of your time. I, I think that's what I have to say. I, I uh, get up on Saturdays and I will write my blog post for the week. I I take this class. I make it into a blog post. I make sure that I have uh, the most relevant page. And, I, and I'll tell you, um, for most of you that know that I just had to relaunch our website under our new name. And when I did that, what ended up happening um, was I had to rewrite all the pages on any of our old websites that we were shutting down and re-optimize them. And I, and I tell you that several of those pages took me upwards of eight hours for me to get the mathematics on the page right, for me to, to do all the things that I just said I did. Some of that took me up to eight hours to put that together after I wrote the page, because it takes a lot to balance that page outright on some of these. So we'll talk about signals here in a second, because the signals are what else feeds this. But I just I'm trying to stay in a in a in a progression so that we can kind of get through this so we understand. So I do have a question. It says, when adding a landing page, is it okay to use duplicate content? No, absolutely not. I'm not even going to finish the rest of the sentence. Um, and that's a common tactic that I see that either beginners do or SEO companies that really don't know what they're doing. So what he's saying is, can I take a topic? Can I say, I am the best plumber in Katy and say, I'm the best plumber in Katy and I repair pipes. I install hot water heaters and I unplug kitchen drains. And then I go, I am the best plumber in Fair. And I make what I fit, I install water heaters, I unplug kitchen drains, and basically say the same thing repetitively on each and every um, one of these items, so that um, I, I make a whole bunch of landing pages that are for areas. Now, there is ways to do it. That a duplicated version is not a way to do it. So um, we've had moving companies. I'll give you a better example. I have a plumber and out here in Kingwood. Um, and I don't know if it's the rest of the city that's this way or just Kingwood. So I'm going to say that up front because it's the dumbest thing I think I've ever heard in my entire life. They put the hot water heater in the attic. All right. And there's older homes in Kingwood that their hot water heater is in the attic. Now, why anybody would ever be so stupid as to put the hot water heater in the attic? I don't know. But we have a whole bunch of people that do that. 
So to me, I would write a page about when buying a house in Kingwood, uh, make sure the hot water heater is not in the attic. I mean, you want to weigh in on it, you're more than welcome to, but it's a, it's a condition that seems to be out here. Go ahead. Well, they, they say the reason they do it because I called a city inspector about it. It makes no sense to me either. But the reason why is because it eliminates space. And also a gas water heater has to run venting. If you were on the first floor, it would run venting through the roof. So it would cause it to be more of a fire hazard. So they decided to put the heaters in the attic. So yeah, like 90% of the heaters in Houston are in the attic. Okay, except when they leak and they fall through and they kill you because you have a falling missile coming through your ceiling. Yeah. You know, so, so <laughs> you know, just these little idiosyncrasies. But okay, so what I just did by talking about, so you expanded outward. Now, I think that there's parts of the city, and in fact, my house is a two-story house and it's in the downstairs. So I'm very grateful for that because it's right by the garage. If it blows a gut, I can push the water right out the garage, right? So, um, but, you know, the thing is, is that I can write a area-centric page about a job that I want to do. I'm I'm sure that we could talk in the heights about old piping and why it's a good idea in the heights to repipe your house because the pipes are probably 150 years old in some of those houses. All right. So that would be another example of something that we, that we could do. Okay. So let me just kind of, kind of kick that out too. Um, So I would look at each area and I would say, hey, what can I do on each one of these and, and do something localized to the area? Um, new construction. So a, a city like Katy, Cane Island, what are they doing with new construction and what do those pipes look like? So I can talk about an area. I can do so um, and enforce that area to rank my website but I'm doing it in a way that's providing unique and different content based on the area. Does that kind of, I hope everybody's kind of with me. So the idea of just creating a page that says I am the greatest and I do pipe fitting and I do this is not the right way, but I can write a whole page about an area of the city and what its plumbing deficiencies are. I have to say that my guess is that some of the neighborhoods in Houston fared a lot better with the pipes and the freezing than others because the houses were built better. So I might talk, if I was a plumber in River Oaks, I might talk about how those houses are better insulated, how they've been upgraded and therefore broken pipes are not as common, but these are the things that I might, and I'm talking about broken pipes because tomorrow's just gonna freeze. so you may be a very busy man come tomorrow, but we'll just kind of throw that one out sideways. But I, but I think what I'm trying for everybody to walk away with is the idea that I can do these things and I can do so in a far better manner than making a page of content and repetitively saying the same thing, which is changing the city information. Um, it's a common question. Uh, I did have a large satellite TV provider ask me to do one for every zip code in the the state of Texas. And we kind of made the pages long enough, but it was not a path that I wanted to go down. I did it because they said, hey, do it or else. Um, It never really did work, um, but it it's not a bad question. It's just, it, it's just, let's not, it's not the right way to handle that. There's better ways to handle that. So good. All right. Anybody else got a question? Cause that was an excellent question to be quite honest with you. 
Okay. All right. So we're going to talk about what are the benefits of, of doing SEO, because I think that's something that we need to all understand. Okay. So um, if you have a solid SEO strategy, and I will define that in a second, your site will receive traffic. Now, what I will tell you is that, and this is going to sound like an odd thing, but my goal always is to get 100 visitors a day. I always think there's more commerce going on. Now, of course, once you get 100, then you want 1,000. So don't think it just stops at 100. But I would, I would like to see if our hopes could be to at least try to target 100 people a day. So you might say, well, I'm just a local business. How am I going to do that? Well, you're going to take a very wide approach at what we're going to put on that website and how we're going to put it there. I think those become the important, the important things to do, if you will. Um, I think we want to make sure that we uh, take the most amount of words possible, most amount of services possible, and really try to get our traffic and have a goal in our head. I don't know that we're going to make it. Don't misunderstand. But have a goal in our head that um, we need to um, we need to um, make sure we try to get as many people as we can. So let's kind of talk about why driving traffic is important. It brings about brand awareness. And the thing is, is that in the modern age, people do business with who they like. They don't do business with people they don't know anymore. Um, there needs to be an intrinsic trust factor. I think the randomness of just, hey, let me just pick that guy. I think some of that trust has been shattered over time. People want to know that you're reasonable. They want to know that they've seen you out and about and around. And I think the more that you are present in search and you answer people's questions, it may take six months for that person to become a customer, but they may become a customer because every time they ask a question, they're confronted with you. Okay, so there's an air conditioner company out here in Kingwood that every time somebody asks something, they are the ones that they're, they have done such a great job of brand awareness because between people referring them, them answering questions, their availability, their visibility, and all of these things, they ended up driving more traffic and they just, they have more business than they know what to do with. So I think we've got to have that idea in our head. So let's kind of, let's kind of talk about um, what happened. So when you're number one, and I'm not, I'm going to, I'm just talking about number one through 10 on a Google search page. Okay. I'm not talking about a page that a map appears because that's going to skew the numbers. But if you're number one out of the clicks that go on on a page, the people are going to pass by the ads. They're going to drop down to the first one. And 40% of those people are going to click on that particular number. Okay. And because they're going to click on that, that means that my goal should be to get into that first slot. Now, these numbers start to drop back. Um, as I get more, the numbers seem to drop back um, quicker, right? So the number two person may only get 20% of the searches. The number three person, that number drops down to about 15%. Um, the number uh, five person, it drops down to 9%. And by the time I get to the 10th the slot on the first page, I am only going to get to the 3% of all traffic that hits that page. So if I have a search term that gets a thousand uh, searches a month and I get down to, I may only get three.
3% if I'm in the number 10 spot because everybody else has passed me by. And chances are by the time they get to the last slot on the page, they've been through all those other people and they have no idea really what the heck they want or who they want to pick. So our objective should get to be to be in the first three on a page that a map appears on. And, you know, if I put in plumber, it comes up with a map. If I put in SEO, uh, it comes up with a bunch of articles. So they just become different searches. Anything that can be localized in a map pack appears on, 85% of the searches end up in the map pack. All right. So I want you guys to understand that, you you know, that to be in the maps, which is Google local, which as I'm saying this, I'm teaching that class this month. So watch your mailboxes for that. Um, but being in that local map or being in the organic search in the first three are really and should be a top priority for every business. Now, you don't want to be for every word imaginable, because if only 10 people are looking for the word and you're number one, um, and there's only 10 searches a month, that's like, you're going to get like one person a year on that. So I'm not going to, you know, you want to be, I want, uh, you're in Cyprus, I'm assuming, with your plumbing company. Yes. Okay. So I want to be number one on plumber Cyprus, uh, pipe repair Cyprus, um, Cy Fair, any variation thereof. I want to make sure that I have those main terms because if I run a search, um, I can tell how many people are looking for words. I want to be ranked on the higher words. I don't want, I don't necessarily want to be on the long tail words on a plumbing term. Uh, how do I repair my kitchen sink may not really be a good one for me. I, I think it has to be looked at, um, uh, on each and every one of them to see what works out to be the best on that. Okay. So, but your goal should be the high end terms and how do I get ranked on a map and a map pack? Cause you want to be within, you know, one, two or three, your goal should be one, two or three. Um, now what I will tell you is that to have the goal of one, two or three, what you're going to have is um, you're going to need uh, a lot more pressure. So there's a lot more effort required for those. Okay. And this is where some SEO companies make me a little bit crazy because they'll all talk about, well, I'm bringing traffic, I'm bringing traffic, I'm bringing traffic. And that's great if you're bringing traffic, but if it's not traffic, that's going to help sell something, traffic for traffic value is not always the best thing in the world. Okay. I don't really need as a plumber, I don't need traffic from India that, that talks about uh, a frozen pipe in, in the Himalayas, you know, I, I, that doesn't, that doesn't equate because I just don't think you're going to go from Cyprus to India to replace somebody's pipe. Just don't think that's a real thing that ever would happen. Okay. So we have to be smart in how we structure this and we have to be smart in what we do. But I just wanted you guys to understand that you need to have a consistent strategy to try to get to number number one on each one of these. I'm not sure if you can hear my dogs or not. Can you hear them? Are they like messing up everything? Or Because they're all barking now at the guy that was at my front door. So do we hear them or no? Are we can they... hear them, but they're not. It's not disturbing. They're not okay. Good, because I was like, I, I do have something on here that usually deadens them and removes the noise. So, um, 
I need them to go away though, because they're they're uh, very loud. Um, all right, quiet. Hey. So um, I have another. Well, okay. go ahead. I have another. If I, question. if I can hear over her, go ahead. There's uh, all right. So to be on the top of the maps, you have to do certain things. But uh, posts on Google, uh, how important are adding these posts with pictures and and also one thing that I've heard from a random SEO guy is you can use hashtags in your Google post and they do have some kind of, they help in a way. Have you ever heard of that? I would rather put keywords in there than worrying about hashtags. And I'd rather get reviews that, yeah, you can put them in, but let's not think that's what the magic sauce is. Those posts are important, but there's other much more important things than those posts. Well, let's, let's just say you have a drain cleaning picture you say call Cooper Plumbing if you have your drain clogs. So, so those keywords would Google would notice on your post. They would see Cooper Plumbing and drain clog. So, so Google would actually help with the ranks by seeing those words on the post. Yes, but that, but now we're gonna where I'm gonna go with that is I'm gonna say there is a hierarchy of importance. And those are on the lower end of the hierarchy of importance. Okay, so just because I put something in a post, that's not, that's like, if I had to say one through 10, we're down in the nines and the tens. It doesn't excuse you from doing one through eight wrong and nine and 10 are gonna come and save you. So there has to be a consolidated effort across all those signals. Anchor text then with solid backlinks to have a high DR would be the way. Well, now you're asking these because somebody's giving you some things, okay? I would earn those backlinks with a high DR. I would not go buy them. There is a difference. Everyone I have, I earn. I don't buy them. What about directories? Uh, some of them are good and some of them are bad. And, and if I can if I can get in and they're okay, that's great. If they're not, then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna. I, I, you got to do this naturally. Uh, you, you're, the way you're framing questions is how am I gonna game the system? And I and I'm and I'm I don't. It, how do I say this? If you sit in this class long enough, you'll understand how to game the system. But you'll understand how to game the system in a way that's palatable to Google. Because remember, I told you if I gave you the 140 pages, that if you did everything right in them, you still wouldn't rank. It's because all these other knobs have to be turned, but they have to be turned in a manner too that's palatable to them. Okay, there is no quick bullets. There is no, I, I, I do not approach it that way because when you do, um, I used to have a business partner. This is a great example of something. He was always at walking out on the edge and every time Google pulled the, 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 the peer back, it got, um, he fell off the cliff and then he'd have to go fix it. And he, one day he fell off the cliff and never came back. So you can't just keep walking it that way. Can you guys all indulge me a second to, for me to go pay this man at my front door? I, I apologize. He just was not supposed to be here. And I just, can you all give me two minutes? Everybody go take a coffee and bathroom break. All right. Good deal. All right. Thank you.
How is that for fast? I'm back. All right. I wrote that check so quick. I did it as fast as I could. Okay. All right. So uh, back to gaming the system. I This class will always tell you the right way to do things. But if you listen really closely, I'm also going to tell you how to turn the knobs. Okay. Um, and I will say I have always shied away from link building because it is so toxic um when 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 it goes bad it's so hard to fix i i genuinely really think i've only in 22 years of this i have only taught link building twice because frankly if you do everything else that i'm saying right the links will come i mean i i'm in the process of consolidating websites and by the time I'm done consolidating them without ever building a link other than a press release in 25 years, I'm going to have well over a thousand root domains and probably 25,000 um, backlinks that will, that will, but it's because I, but I've earned everyone. I've done things in the community. I've worked to become an expert on the TV. I'm the go-to person for the Chronicle. Um, it's a lot of work. Um, but, um, it, it, it's worth it at the end. So if you can get to places and start to think, I think about even this class. Okay. So the Houston Northwest chamber has us on their website and they link to our website to tell us that we have a class. Well, that link is a very valid and valuable link. So if I didn't have this class, I wouldn't have that link from the chamber of commerce. So understand that there's a lot of things that, that you do that, you know, um, be a value. I mean, you're a plumber, right? Okay. Be a value vendor for people in the city. I mean, help go see if you can find a nonprofit that could use help that would put you on an income sponsor link. I mean, you have a service that's valuable. I mean, go find, go, I, I mean, I, I'm sure there's, I'm not saying churches. I'm literally saying like, um, there's, there's a lot of nonprofits throughout the city that have office locations and, you know, donate your services and then see if you can't get an unkind link. I have a lot of in-kind links. I do a lot of stuff for free to help a lot of people. But at the end of the day, they give me a link. Um, you know, so that's, that's the way I do it. And this is when starting out, is it expected to work pro bono? No, well, no, I don't think so. Um, like from, from my standpoint, you mean from like a digital marketing agency, I would say, no, I would not start out and expect, cause otherwise then everybody will be pro bono, but I go look like when a charity calls me or I've got like, uh, the, the Houston, uh, West uh, leadership Institute, they're a nonprofit. They came to me and they said, Hey, we don't have a lot of money, but, um, I need you to help our website. And I told them yes. And then we have, we charged them for the first one and I haven't charged them in the last five years for anything. And we've just handled everything, but I now have a link. I have, God, I think I have, I have a, a root domain link from them and I have probably 200 other pages linking to me just simply because I do their website free of charge, you know? So this becomes those things um, and I pick and choose. I've got some from the United Way because I help one of their satellites um, with a website. So I find things that I can do that I can help people. So I get those backlinks naturally. Um, 
not gaming a system. And, and it's a great subject. I mean, I'm trying to kind of teach you guys how to do this right, but this is a great subject because, you know, there's always been a discussion in the SEO community against white hat and black hat, white hat being the good guys, black hat going all being like a throwback to the old Western days. Right. But I could make the argument that every SEO company is truly gray hat. Okay. And what I mean is they're taking the rules and there is some manner of manipulation, but they're manipulating it in a way that stays within the rules, colors within the lines, is palatable to Google, but we're still manipulating it because it's not behavior that you would do naturally, okay? Your natural inclination is to call your homepage home. My naturalization, my natural inclination to call my homepage is called uh, Houston SEO Experts Web Design SEO Web Hosting Houston, okay? I don't think any of you in this room would come up with that. You would say your homepage's name is probably Cooper Plumbing Up Houston. That's what it probably is. It's the name of your homepage. Okay. Cause you're, you're not really, although you put keywords in your domain. So whoever picked that domain for you kind of, kind of aided and abetted a little bit on that. Okay. But, um, you know, just, just kind of understand that everything we're talking about is that, and we'll kind of go from there. So this says, what is your thoughts about having a vendor list on your site with local companies relevant for your industry for backlinks? Okay, that's backwards. You can go be on somebody else's webpage. I don't want them. I don't want you making links from your webpage somewhere because what you're then doing is taking your power and shoving it outward. Now, there's some people that would say, oh, well, you need to make backlinks. Well, yes, if I need to make backlinks, I better be making backlinks to the uh, Houston Plumbers Association, not um, the local guy that sells pipe fit, the pipe fittings down at the uh, local Ace Hardware. Okay, they they don't need to be people on par with me. They need to be. So when I make links off my, I have links off my homepage. It's not something I know. Some of you that have known me a long time would fall over off your chair, um, but um, the um, the uh, what was I, what I'm trying to say. The um, links on my homepage go to U of H, they go to Houston Community College, they go to the Houston Northwest Chamber, they go to Houston West Chamber, they go to people in the community. Now, those links demonstrate that I have an affiliation, that is 100% true, but they are not the local ACE hardware. Does that kind of make some sense? Yes? All right. So do we have any other questions? I have a lot, but I, I just. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, and I mean, your questions are good. Your questions are good. That's why we run these classes. And I think everybody in here learns from them. I mean, I, I don't want to get too far off the basics of it all. Um, but do you, what is, what's, what's the next? Cause you're, 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 a, you're the classic guy that comes in and you've kind of touched on some places to me, this is my take so far. Okay. And I could be wrong. All right. Um, but um, you, you, you've had some SEO companies talk to you. You've probably talked and gone to a few of these seminars. You've kind of read some and you kind of daisy picking out these things out of the air and what's true and what's not true and what can I do that's going to go 
and uh, escalate this. Okay, so somebody said they need to run off. I will have this on the website probably this weekend. So it's always going to be on Vertical Web under the classes link. Every single one of these talks is up there with some kind of summary about what I'm talking about. And I'm putting the video. So you, you're more than welcome to come in at a later time and grab that, just so you know, okay? Um, just so everybody's aware that we do that. I understand work kind of comes and goes and sometimes people need to come and go in and out of these things. So um, everything's on demand as well. It's great when you come because you get to ask questions. Otherwise you don't get to get at your questions answered like you would if you were here. So, all right, go ahead and if you got a question, hit it. What's the next question? Just out of curiosity. Because I think you have a lot of jumbled information and literally it'd be like giving you a loaded gun and not telling you that if you pull the trigger, you're going to shoot yourself in the head. So uh, do follow and no follow. Is there any relevance to no follow at all? Like if you, Yeah, you I'm, I'm going to no follow stuff then I don't want people to suck off my side. You, won't, you, don't, you don't want to get involved in that. You're not that kind of a person. Like for example, I know you mentioned BBB and, and I'm not, I don't, I won't go with the BBB because I don't like- They're a bad group, I get it. But and I shouldn't say they're bad. They're just not, they're not business friendly. They're um, a follow tag too. They're not a do follow. Yes, but the Google understands that that's a professional organization and you're a part of it. So it validates the business. Okay, so I get I have a, um, do, a no follow tag from Wikipedia. I'm not giving it back because it's no follow. I'm taking it because Google was, oh, wait, this person's important. This website's important enough to be in Wikipedia. I better pay paying attention to that. Um, I have one from Google Podcasts. I have one from Apple Podcasts. They're all no follows. At the end of the day, though, Google says, oh, wait, this person's putting out good, relevant information because I can see it going out through my Google podcast link. So don't let that dissuade you from getting a link from somewhere, whether it's now, of course, if you can get one that's follow, great. All right. But that shouldn't even be in your ether. You should just be living your life right and doing the right things. And when you do that, things happen to just fall into place in this realm, if you will. Okay, now you shouldn't be worrying about no following outward to you either. But um, yeah, that Google understands that there's a lot of people out there that turn off, you know, the, the follow on the link. So they, they understand those links are out there and that they point to your homepage. Don't make any mistake on that. So I don't, Such I don't. Such a thing as uh, over optimization. Is that a thing? Yes, that's, that's called I ban you. That is a, that is a. That is a thing, not me. I mean, Google, they actually will ban you. Um, so no, we don't want to be over-optimizing anything. All right. And that's that, again, this is a fine balance of tuning and turning knobs because otherwise everybody would over-optimize and just hope that whoever falls at the top falls at the top. Uh-uh, absolutely not. So what's right. a healthy number of guest posts if you were doing guest posts? I wouldn't do guest posts. Again, do you have a lot up here of a lot of bad information? All right. What is guess, guess post is link manipulation. Really? All right. Well, yes, because why did you go do guest post to get a backlink to your website? They're not stupid. Now, you'll get other people that are more black hat that are not teaching a class on how to do it right. That'll say, oh, well, you have to do guest posts. Uh, yeah, okay. I, I've never, I shouldn't say I've never done because I've, I've appeared in the newspaper legitimately. 
I have bylines on things legitimately because I was coming asked. I'm a I'm a correspondent on the local news network legitimately. Are those guest posts? That's relevant to what you're talking about on the right website. And doing it right. That's what I'm talking about. So I, I don't want to get to where we're where we're taking every you know, although this may be a classic, a, a good class topic of come and tell me every dumb thing an SEO company has ever told you. And let's actually tell you what the truth is, because that's in essence what you're doing. That yep. is in essence what you're doing. You're telling, you're taking all these things that people tell you and they're somewhat out of context. And what you have to understand is SEO is like a jigsaw puzzle and you have to put the puzzle together right. And when you don't put the puzzle together right, you do not end up having a complete situation. When you don't have a complete situation, you end up nowhere. And frankly, if you make them mad enough, I have one website that the previous person made Google so mad that 16 years later, that website is still banned from their directory. 16 years, they are that mad at it. I mean, we've all done other things and we've gone on, but they came to me with a situation with a smashed website and they said, what do I do? And they tried to fix it. It's not fixable. 100% not fixable because there was so much manipulation that went on that they've just permanently banned it. I've held on to the URL all these years, but it's still banned. This is banned as much today as it was 15 years ago. So this is, look, if you want to... Be number one on Google. Google will tell you they have a program for you. It's called AdWords. All right. All the rest of this is to them, you're not supposed to be doing any of this. So, of course, if you overdo it, they're going to kick you out. Just think like going to a bar and you're trying to drink too much and you go crazy. They kick you out. Same concept. So, all right. Let me kind of keep going down my list here a little bit because we may come back to some of these things. Okay. So the next thing that I'm going to tell you is that you have to have a good handle on your keywords and understand what the words are that you want to rank on. There's been a lot of talk back and forth. Keywords matter. Keywords don't matter. What do I want to do? I'm here to tell you, if you don't put the keyword on the page, Google has no idea what you're talking about. They're not um, mind readers. All right. So you want to have your keywords, you want to understand, and you have to understand the right words and the right terms because the right keyword gets you lots of traffic. The wrong keyword gets you no traffic. Um, I've told everybody as I taught these classes, someday I need to get an account with keywords everywhere to get like a referral fee from them. But there's a plugin for uh, Chrome, a Chrome extension called Keywords Everywhere, and they will give you uh each and every keyword and what its listing is so if i and i'm going to actually share my screen on this here a second let me pull up the right browser All right, so you see I have my Keywords Everywhere plugin, and if I do, 
you know why I know I'm doing you use is because I know what your job is and I can't and Henry did you did airplane repair or you did what remind me because it's been like 100 years since I've seen you go ahead you gotta unmute yourself nope still have to unmute yourself Nope. Now, now, yes, go ahead. Okay, very good. No, I don't do repairs. What I do is, it's we call it. Uh, I supply spare parts. All right, then, so airplane parts, right? Yes, and All also right, so. what we call repair management. Say, for example, if somebody has got an an engine to be overhauled, I have shops I work with. I take the item to the shop. I do the follow up and the documentation, making sure the job is done, searching for the parts. That type of thing. All right. So I just put in airplane engine overhaul shop. And you Mm -hmm. see what it tells me. There's 260 searches for that a month. Mm -hmm. The competition on that is somewhat reasonable. It's about a $4 search on it. There's four companies in the city of Houston that do it. Um, And then what it will do is if I make my window bigger, I think it will show it all. Let's see. Oh, you know what? I got to turn this one piece off because it's. Hang on a minute. I got to turn off this other tool because they fight. All right. Let's see, I did it this time. Usually gives me a whole list here on the side. It's decided it's going to be persnickety today. But it usually gives me an entire list off to the right hand side of all the things that people look and ask for. Um, I'm not sure why it's not wanting to participate properly today, but you can see it here, even in the waterfall. So I got 260 on the parts. I got uh, aircraft engine. So I put airplane. The better word is aircraft. Um, you can see it's 320 versus 260. I'd actually make sure both those words were on my in my thought process because they should be able to be used interchangeably. All right. Um, if I just want to do airplane parts, let's see what that looks like. You got to give it to me, Henry. Though it's been probably four years since I remembered what you did. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. okay. So we got aircraft, mm-hmm. airplane parts are 12,100 searches a month. So that would be one of our main keywords, right? So mm-hmm. if y'all can see that, that that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then what it does is it does a drop down for me. When this comes up right on the web page, when you install it on your own, it'll actually bring up a list on the far right-hand side for you. But but now and down to a very particular part. Say, like for example, you suppose you put like an airplane tire. Okay, hold on. Mm. Nineteen hundred searches a month. Oh, look! This time it appeared. Okay, Mm. so you can see the data. Off to the side, it gives you all the words. So airplane tire size, Michelin aircraft tires. It gives you, you should have all of these words represented on a page, okay? Used airplane tires. So if you sell new ones, you can say, I sell new airplane tires. We don't sell old airplane tires. I mean, there's ways to get these words in your page. But this gives you, um, and everybody that's serious about knowing about keywords and what you should be using, this gives you... Um, a great overview of what those words are. It's a penny a word. So it's really super cheap. I think I bought a million um, words for like a hundred dollars. And oh, by the way, I probably won't use that till about 
June, and I use this thing every day. Um, if I go uh, plumber, let me do plumber, P-L-U-M-B-E-R, sign fair. Well, let's do this, plumber near me, because that's usually what people put in a lot of, all right? So um, let me see, are you going to give it to me, or is it just local and you can't? All right, so it's not giving me a lot of results here on this one, and I think it's because it's localized and it's not giving me a local answer, and I don't really know why. Here, let's just go plumber and see what I get. All right, it is not happy with the plumber word. I guess nobody looks for a plumber these day and age. I don't know. I'm only kidding you. That was a joke. That's me and my comedy. Look, 823,000 searches a month for the word plumber. And Google takes that and makes it naturally, makes it a local search. So it's $12.76 a click. That tells me the competition is high and I need to kind of put some kind of antecedent on that. So Cypress. So Cypress is $23 a click through. There's 880 cents a month for that. But it's a competitive term. And then, oh, that's California. I was like, if, good thing you're in Cypress, Texas, not California, because it's $46 a click through. All right. So that's a, that's a thing to say. Um, but you can see as I come down these, um, there are certain values for these words and what what they are. So it gives you an idea of what I should be searching for. What I should be looking at. So Cypress, uh, Plumber Cypress, 1,600 searches a month. The cost per click on that is $19.33. If you can get yourself ranked in the first spot on that, you've saved yourself $19 a click through. So this is where SEO in the long run always works better than SEM. Because if I have to pay for a word every time somebody clicks on me, I'm going to pay. And that whole business model does not necessarily appeal to me. I'm going to, I'm going to say that. So, but keywords everywhere, I don't want to get too far off that point. Keywords everywhere is going to give you a good overview of um, what keywords you should be picking. You should be targeting the high ones. You should understand the competition on the high ones. If they're more competitive of a term, the cost per click is more expensive. Um, what that should mean to you is that that word is going to be harder for you to get a ranking on. If it's pennies on the dollar, it, it means there's no competition on a word. But what I'm going to tell you is something like, oh, let's see if this still works. Oh, here, let's just do this. Let me see what comes back on this. So there's 1.8 million searches for SEO. But if you notice the cost per click on that is very low. Okay, it's $3.60. The reason it's so low is because nobody in their right mind is going to try to pay for that because this SEO term is not services it's usually people looking for what do I optimize? How do I do this? What is the techniques? What is SEO? It's informational pages. It's not necessarily um, relation to where you are. So just understand that that's not the best keyword in the world 
for SEO. But if I put SEO company, notice it jets up to $18.59. And the reason it does that is because the second I put company in, it's a signal to the rest of the world that I'm looking to buy something. Um, so that's a word that you should, that would be, if I was looking to do something, I would be more apt to, to have a transaction with, with the word company appended to it. Um, just how you do it or what you do with it um, doesn't necessarily dictate that that person is looking for uh, a service from you. All right. So you, you got to use some reasonable understanding of, of what's expensive. Look at what the other terms are. How does that work? I never will go for just the term SEO. If I happen to rank on it accidentally, uh, yay for me. Okay. But I don't think that it's going to ne necessarily get me a customer um, simply because at the end of the, um, these are all informational topics. They're nothing to do with finding an SEO company. Okay. Uh, and in fact, frankly, vertical web is in here. I think it's within the top 30, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to get a client out of it because these people are information more often than not. And Google's making sure that people get information and not agencies. If you notice that, these are all informational people, most of which don't have an agency. Okay. Um, and even the ads that are surrounding it, even though the ads are for companies, because the audience is not looking for a company, they're looking for information. Um, the ads start to become what pointless. I wouldn't even get involved with an ad on the word SEO by itself without any anything attached to it. Um, just simply because um that they're they're really not somebody that's looking to buy something they're looking for basic information um and google's training the end user to do that all right so um if that helps okay so let's see i want to just make sure we don't have any other questions okay so i think i've got all your questions answered so far so we're we're good okay so make sure that you have a definitive plan for keywords keywords are not dead you definitely need them uh keywords is a whole thing that i can teach two hours where i'm on my own and we will do that sometime this year um we do that a lot so as i'm as i start the year i always kind of try to tell you what you need to know and then we kind of go way granular on this stuff just uh over time so just so you know that was happening um uh the one other thing is that um and i and i touched on it already and i and i i just want to make sure that we're all kind of clear on this um seo is a long-term strategy and it is on par with buying a house and what i mean when i say that is usually when i get a keyword place all right who's feeding back let me try that. Okay. All right. I think I, I, okay, I did. I buttoned that up. All right. So when um, I am looking at SEO and I get something placed, if I've done a really good job and the competition is not super, super high, um, that sometimes will just stay there. And I don't have to do a lot of work for it because the page is really good and it becomes a permanent situation and it may go up to the first slot. It may slide back to number three. Um, Houston SEO expert. I have been bouncing between number one and number six for the last two and a half years. Um, 
I put no effort into it. I've got it placed. I don't spend any money on it. I just kind of keep on keeping on. All right. So some of these things now, SEO Houston, Houston SEO, I got to stay on that all the time because the math on it changes. So as a re- result, you come all the way up, you go all the way down, you come all the way, but it's a much better term um, and the competition is great. But what I want you to understand is that when you place something there, it's there. And it's, I'm going to use the word permanent. I don't mean permanently in that space, but it's permanently on Google unless you do something for them to kick you off. On AdWords, I'm going to pay. And when I turn my payment method off, I disappear into the ether. And you need to understand that that's a really important difference because I would never tell somebody to build a strategy based on um, SEM unless they knew they were going to have several thousand dollars a month to throw at it. Um, and honestly, depends on what it is. It may be higher. I mean, a personal injury attorney, the bid is like $550 for it. So you're going to, every person that clicks on a personal injury lead, um, the cost on that is significant. All right. So you want to get a permanent ranking um, and then understand that the ads really only get about 15 to 20% of folks. Now it used to be, they only got 5%. So that is coming down, but overall, you're you're skipping 85 percent of the searches not having a one a, um a one a, 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 a representation there um and then the other thing is that the other traffic sources they kind of go up and they come down so if i'm tiktok i'm going to get more traffic now from tiktok but then someday tiktok's not going to be the thing anymore and we may have stop my clock might be the next one or a dance dance on the internet or whatever the heck is the next thing that comes up, right? Well, the thing is, is that consistently people use a search engine to find stuff. All right. It's not a fad. It's not who's doing the coolest thing. I mean, just ask Justin Timberlake in MySpace how that worked out for him. Um, you know, you know, you got to really kind of be careful about what you're, what you're looking at and on stuff on all of that, because it, it, it really does. It really is a moving target. So, the time and effort that you've put in search engines, and I've been doing this 25 years now, I think, um, something like that. Um, the time that I have put into it, uh, it, the stuff that I have placed on it, it has come back to me ten tenfold, okay? So you always want to take the SEO path if you can. Um, I want to say that SEO traffic is free. Um, if you're paying somebody like me, um, you are, it may not be truly free. Um, but if you can get it there and you're in a good spot and you do it yourself, uh, I, I built my company on free traffic. And what I mean when I say that is, um, I, my very first customer did me a great favor asking how to get on a search engine. He asked me how to get on Yahoo. And I was like, I don't know, but I'll go find out. Um, but that was back in 1998 um, and there was only Yahoo at the time. So there was Alta Vista and Lycos and a few other things that some of you may never remember. But um, long story short is um, understanding how a search engine worked. I was able to drop my website on the first page of AOL um, and had people coming in for web hosting 10, 12, 20 a day. Um, and we were just killing it. 
Um, what I will say to you is that what I, the mistake I made was thinking that it was always going to be that way. Um, and then when Google came along and ended up buying AOL search engine, we were, you know, we were completely not prepared for the Google algorithm. And as a result, um, we had to come up with other ways. What I will tell you is that it's free traffic. If you can get it placed there, um, it's a good thing to have. It's a good source of people to call you and to build your business and to keep your cost of customer acquisition down. Um, I do think that you have to have a solid website so that if you do other things that when they come to that website, it looks good and people want to do business with you. Don't misunderstand. Um, but the, it is a free lead source if you can get it and put it there and and keep it reasonable and keep it reasonably there. So it's a it's a good thing to have if you can do it. I don't know that I necessarily want the idea to be that it's it's free. Um, the other thing you have to factor is what is your time? So don't, don't miss that piece of it. Um, one of the things, um, I, I touched on this earlier. Um, if you do the sitemaps, what I will tell you about the sitemaps is that it will give you an immediate into Google, meaning they will pick the, that page up pretty quickly. Um, because I've had to rebuild and do so many new pages on um, the vertical website to, to get it up and running, um, they usually show up anywhere in the 80s and 90s, and within a couple of weeks, they're sitting on the first page. It takes Google to get some momentum to push it forward, um, but I have a pile of pages now that have been up for since January, since the beginning of January, that are now sitting in the teens and 20s. So. I fully anticipate as we continue to bring this together that that's going to continue to run forward. Um, so just just to to know that's a that's a piece of that. Um, but I have my sitemaps hooked up. Every page I add is put up there. Um, while I'm building those other pages, I'm still putting up my blog pages. I'm still bringing traffic in through emails. Um, a lot of you have been a part of the email list that I have. I encourage you to get on it and make sure that you get your invites. Um, those are outside traffic. And then Google starts to go, hey, wait up a second. 80% of your traffic's coming from the outside. I wonder what we're doing wrong because that website over there is pretty popular because we're bringing traffic in from other ways. So I've got a pretty good balance between social um, and Google and the podcast. I, I mean, we have a podcast. Uh, I would encourage everybody to do a podcast. That kind of sounds like a crazy thing to some of you, but everybody should have one. Um, and uh, I, I've got all kinds of stuff coming in from all different directions because I have purposely diversified my website to have traffic coming in from multiple places. But from Google's standpoint, everything's fed in through that search console, through that sitemap. And that sitemap is my best friend to getting a page dropped onto them pretty quickly. Uh, so everybody should make sure that you're participating in that. Um, and it needs to be that XML sitemap that comes within some of these builders. This literally is not a page on your website with all the links on it like we used to do 20 years ago. This literally is an XML sitemap that dumps out of the database that runs your website. Okay. Um, Google finds a page in two ways. Basically, it'll find it through the sitemap or it'll find it as a mention on somebody else's page. 
So when I, if I put up a new website and there, and I join a chamber of commerce, that chamber of commerce site will help Google find the website themselves. So just understand that stuff that you do on the outside, plus the stuff you do on the inside, those two things work together. Um, especially if you're starting from ground zero, if you're starting not from ground zero, um, a, a lot of you, I have to guess, are not getting a lot of traffic. So the question becomes why and what aren't you doing? Um, you know, we, we talk a lot about that. I mean, your web hosting company, the fact that you're using Wix or Squarespace. I mean, there's just a gazillion bad factors that you have to get out of the way before you ever even can begin to focus on the website. Um, what I will say to you is we didn't come into this business world to be a web hosting company, but I learned back very quickly that I had to be a web hosting company for me to have the right environment to do what I needed to do to do the best for our customers. I didn't realize I was going to end up number seven on AOL and have 20 people a day. So we ended up with a large web hosting company, plus I have the right environment. So it becomes a you know, understand I've taken as for me and for the people that I work with, I've taken as much of the outside factors off the table so that when there's a problem, I know that the problem's within the website and I can start looking within the website and I understand it's not something external that I don't control. But Google looks for the sitemap, Google looks for you elsewhere, it finds one of the two places, um, and then off you go. Um, things that I don't think happen is uh, you don't submit your page to Google anymore. There used to be a portal that you could submit a page to. Just put your sitemaps in and it's the best route to take. Um, now, a few things that we're gonna talk about and you know, I'm running out of time here. Um, maybe I need to add this back in and kind of finish the next time around. Um, Let's see what I want to do with this because I I'm gonna say this. All right, I'm gonna cover some of this. I think what I'm gonna do is do a part two on this the first of next month, and we're gonna talk about how to set that website up so it's set up right. It's gonna go for you, uh, Cooper. There. Because I, if I had to guess, you have a lot of opinions and it's not set up right. So I'm, I'm going to guess there's a lot of problems there. Um, what I'm going to, we, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take this whole how to set the website up for success. Because if you don't do these things right, you're dead in the water anyway. So um, we did all that. So what I'm going to do because we got some time left is I'm going to open the floor up for questions. I want anybody who's got a question now's the time to ask it on what we've covered or what you think we should be, you know, and then what I'll do is I'll come back. I wasn't intending to do this as a part two, but really there is so much here. Um, I think it, it will lend itself to a part two. So if everybody's cool with that, because there's no way I'm going to get through the rest of this in a, in a good way, fast enough moving forward. So what questions do we have? All right, hold on. I got another one coming in. Hooper, you can, like, if nobody else asks questions, you can ask questions all day. Okay. Um, so we did build the website, and it is SEO. I mean, we went through this whole, uh, I don't know where I went, but it would show you your rent, how what you've done to make it to where it's SEO friendly on mobile and on, on. But you can check that for yourself if it's actually SEO friendly. Um, 
but I think what you you just explained exactly what you know like the whole manipulation there where you're trying to add I do a lot of blogging I've been doing I'm a master plumber 17 years so I do a lot of blogging on every type of question you have on plumbing uh but um the problem is you can only do so many blogs and then no you have plenty of <laughs> there's all kinds just change the wording no no because i'll tell you what half the things that i do are based on the questions i get in my email box and what i may answer if you okay it's a good example kingwood is built on sand so what you would do for plumbing under a house in Kingwood is very much different than what you would do as the further north I get from the coast and from the waterways. Okay, because you start to get clay and hard clay and, you know, the further north you get. So this so dirt in the soil. So if I sent you a question, my question, you would have to look at what, like if I talked about what was under my house or a, a water leak under my house, I think you would have to look at what the soil is, look what's under my house, figure out what it would take to go under my house. And that makes me, me a very much different answer than the same person that asked that question and they're out in Madisonville. You agree with that statement? Type A, okay. B, B, soil. Yeah. Huh? There's two, three types of soil. Right. Okay. That's what I would so, go wrong. Yeah. And that's, and, and what I'm, where I'm saying, um, is um, that I would take that question and I would recognize that that question actually has a lot of a lot of uh, blog value to it. I see it all the time in my mailbox. Some of my greatest um, blog posts ever have come from customers. Like, should I have two websites or one? I, I, I literally one of the most popular blogs on my website for the last twenty years now, or eighteen years, whenever the hell I put that thing up. It's been, should I have one set website or two? Because it, it, it basically went, goes through the decision tree and asks the right questions to be able to get to what is the right answer. The right answer at the end of the day is you should always have one website. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just say that, that. To have these split websites really, and as more and more time goes on and the lift becomes greater, it's always better to have one to deal with. It's partly why I... I mean, there's a lot of reasons I did this, but it's partly why I, I've set up vertical web and I'm rolling any entity that I've ever been involved in, in it, whether it's open, closed or sideways, um, because um, it's going to be easier for me to have one website that deals with all the aspects of the things we do than it is for me to maintain three websites anymore. And that's just the simplicity of it. So, um you know, I think, as you say to me, is there a finite number of blogs? No, because as long as you have questions coming to you and you can start to recognize them on how to make them unique, um, I think that starts to, I mean, you always have an anecdotal story, if I had to guess, of some stupid thing that you saw somebody do with their plumbing. Um, you know, I backed up my drain by putting spinach down it. I never would have guessed in a million years that putting spinach through the garbage disposal was going to cause a gigantic water leak or a clog backup. But what happened was I had tree roots in the lines and the spinach got stuck on the tree roots and backed the whole water system up. Long story short is that's a great blog post. Like when, what happens when you put spinach on a tree root? I mean, I, 
you know, it, it's not, but it's an opportunity for you to explain, you know, I, I, and I think everybody has that. I think we all get questions in our inbox that should lead us to be able to come out and turn around and kick out a blog post. No, DR authority is not really, I used to think that was one of the biggest factors for uh, SEO, having that a high DR but then you look at it and the, if you have a backlink to something that is not relevant to what you do as a plumber, then I don't think Google even cares, even if it has a high DR. Um, that's something that I've been looking at. It's like, that's okay, well, whole, it, you keep, what you keep worrying me is you're keep trying to go down the link manipulation route. And that's what I need to learn. What? You know, that's uh, yeah. I, I would just go put my page up and hope that somebody says, Hey, look at that guy over there. He, he, look, he's telling me something. It's partly why I tell everybody they need a blog, blog post or a, a, a podcast at this point, um, because it helps do all of that. You're, you're, I, I really hesitate to even answer that. I, I have websites that have, all right. So first of all, Google says there is no more rank. So these DRs are just speculation of what Google says they are, okay? So the Google rank that used to rank a website one to 10 is no more. At least that's what they say. These DRs that you see in these SEO tools, they're all an amalgamation of a guess of how powerful Google thinks a website is. Right now I have a, a one website that in one tool it's a 26 and one tool it's a 34 and in another tool it's a 50. So hmm. what's the right answer? Okay, so it's just a guidepost. So you wouldn't want to take that to heart, but you want to use common sense. A link from Cosmopolitan is better than a link from the fashion lady down at the corner. Okay, if I come out of a website that is about home decor, but you're mentioned as a plumber in the home decor, that has nothing, home decor has nothing to do with plumbing. However, there is some relevancy in that anchor text. So this starts to get, you're, you're, you keep trying to bring it up here. And I don't mean that badly, but you're bringing it up here. And at the end of the day, there's so many nuances in there that affect it, that it's almost like, it'd kind of be like me trying to run a snake through my own drain. Either I'm going to blow my own head up. I'm going to ruin my pipe. Um, I may crack my kitchen floor, but all kinds of bad, but I do understand the concept that if I put a snake down the drain, I may end up being able to open my own drain, you know? So it's, you, you, I mean, you understand the point. I mean, there's, there's right ways and wrong ways to do things. So one more. Well, I have one in the window oh, and then we'll come back to you. You can't oh. ask all the questions. All right. So uh, the next one says, so I have a recommendation for a public relations and marketing services company. Well, first of all, I am a marketing services company. Uh, it depends on what those public relations you need. I do have some people that we do uh, work with. If you need more like a publicist function, um, I don't know who asked this question, but um, if you have more, if you need more of a publicist function, I have, I have people that we can send you. And I do have straight up PR agencies that don't do anything digitally um, that I can send you to. So it, it kind of depends on what the need is. Um, I have for stuff that I don't want to do, I have people to send it, send it to. Um, so, um, 
um, you do PR. Okay, well, that's good. See, now we now I have another person. So you and I need to go lunch so you can tell me what you do so I can put you on the referral list. See how that works? That was good. Um, so I was speaking at my website. Hold on, I don't understand. I don't understand what you're asking me. You made a left. I don't get what you're saying. Um, anybody that wants to get in touch with me, somebody yes. else said they did it privately. said, how do I get in touch with you? Just all you have to do is uh, call my phone number on the top of Vertical Web. I'm extension yeah. 701. Go yeah, ahead. I, I was speaking specifically about my website. Do you have recommendations being that I'm a PR? Oh, I thought you were asking for a company. The yes. way that read, do you have recommendations for a public marketing company? I thought you wanted me to give you a referral. Um, okay, you need to be out there just like I am every day talking about what is the effective brand? What is the, I have articles that talk about uh, the impact on color on how, how a website is. What is the uh, impact of a brand um, and how do you build one? You should, have a, you should have a whole brand building for babies and meaning people that have no idea what they're doing, not little children. Um, but you should, you know, there's all kinds of things. I'd have to look at your website to see what you have, then come back to see what you're missing. Um, but if you don't have a vibrant blog that goes, um, that goes out to, um, people and that you're out there constantly putting that on social media, that is like one of the biggest things that you need to start doing. Um, I, I, I constantly am putting stuff out there and, I put I stick it out on LinkedIn. I mean, that's really, I say social media, but I really, for me, for you, I really mean LinkedIn way more than I mean something like Facebook. Cooper, for you, Facebook is probably okay because the lady that clogs her drain or her toilet, she ain't going to care where she finds somebody. Um, you should have people referring you on next door. So there is that aspect, you know, people do business with who they like. So I would make sure that you had, were in networking groups that referred you. So that becomes a different story. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know what, if you're, if you're doing stuff, if you're, I mean, what kind of programs do you have for your website? Cause what, where he's talking about backlinks, that's where you're going to get down in the, in the, you should be putting out a press release if you haven't been at least quarterly. I mean, that should be a no brainer for you. Um, you know, uh, but like what, what kind of things are you doing to even know if they're, 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 um, valuable of sorts? Um, currently, I put out press releases on a regular basis for my clients, but I don't really do anything to promote my business because it usually comes through referrals. Um, and if you get a really good referral, it might be press worth press release worthy. Um, and you know, the other thing I do is, and I, and I, I don't mean this in a bad way. I'm the media contact for some of them. So I have our web address right in the bottom as part of the media contact. Sure. Yes, I do too. Yes. All right. So if you uh -huh. have that, I mean, you're, you're actually doing some of that for yourself just simply because you have the backlinks running through the, through the, through the press release itself. So I'd have to look at what you've got. Um, but that would, that would be, that would be, but blogging would be a biggie. If you're not doing that, you need to, you know, you need to get on it. Cause that's, you need to become an authority or a voice in the echo chamber. Um, so that people, because people evaluate you basically um, by how they encounter you, right? So if somebody refers you, somebody refers me, they start to look at me and they like start to realize that I'm like so different than any, I'm not just somebody that knows a few touch points in SEO. Um, I'm, I'm one of those people that, that the touch point, I'm like, right. The touch points, let me just probably say that. So 
um, that should be the the way people encounter you and understand that's what you're doing. And if you're not blogging and putting yourself out there, uh, you know, with a video, there's nothing to say. I told, you know, one of the greatest inventions ever was zoom as crazy as that sounds for all its other things. I can kick zoom on and make a video any day I want. Um, and it becomes really easy. It records it. You download the recording and off you go. You've got a ready-made everything. You don't have to learn how to edit video. You don't have to do anything other than download the file and upload it to YouTube. Um, I mean, I put a little intro on mine, but if you didn't do it, it's not going to kill you. But I, I mean, at the end of the day, all of those things become aggregate onto who you are and what your perception is and how well you can push yourself forward. And I, and I think that's, that's one of those things that needs to be done. Okay. To the person that said, what is my phone number? You just gotta, seriously, the answer is verticalweb.com. And if you go to that website, it's got a telephone number at the top of it. Um, okay, what other questions do we have? Beth, I had another question for you. I, um, like I said, I distribute press releases to the media multiple times a month. Are you recommending that I post those press releases on my website? I put them on other people's websites. So when when I, I, I so to Cooper's point on backlinks, okay, so let's say I do a press release, right? And I put it in, I'm the media contact, my web address is at the bottom, my phone number's on the bottom. Not nefarious whatsoever. It says media contact, right? Right, right. When I go take it and I put it on, I, I put it on the customer's website, it's got the link for the media contact on the bottom of it. Sure. Okay. You track it? No, I am doing that currently. You're putting it on the customer's website. It's right. not your website. Or they're putting on it the on. Right. Yes. Right. Exactly. Because that's okay. a fair thing to do. That's not a manipulative thing to do. Cooper, I'm just trying to let you know that's that's the difference between, okay, I'm not manipulating something when I when I do that. That's an honest to goodness. You know, you put out a press release, you put the press release on your website, it kicks back. I happen to have a link then on the customer's website. Okay. Because I'm the media contact. If they don't want that, they can be their own media contact, but then they just need to let me know that they need to be my own media contact. Okay. Make sense? Yes. All right. So there's that. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. You said you had another question. Go ahead. So outbound, whenever you do a blog, they say that you should add one outbound link to some. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay. So let me tell you something. All right. Uh, and I, maybe I'm going to flip this around. When somebody tells you what to do, how do you know they're not telling you to do something that devalues yourself? That's a good point. You know, I've just kind of, I've thrown out all of these. I, I've heard <laughs> it and I've heard it and I've heard it. I'm going to tell you what, there's no earth that I'm going to go make a link in my own blog post to, because you know what? I'm the authority. I'm not going to, I'm, I've never anybody. And I, and I'll tell you, people have taken me on. Oh, you got to do it. Blah, blah, blah. Can you show me the value? Because I don't make outbound links period. End of story. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, I, you know, I, I'm the important person. Why am I going to now some people will go make a link to Wikipedia. Okay. Why did you do that? So that somebody can go look up a word in Wikipedia and then they get lost in Wikipedia and they never come back. I mean, what is the, what all this stuff is designed to get you to do a behavior. I, I don't, I'm the only place you, and I, like I said, the only place I ever have linked to is HCC, University of Houston, small business center, 
and because it made sense and it was part of this class, you will never see me making a link to anything involved with SEO. Web. They used to want me to link to GoDaddy. Why in the heck would one web hosting company go link to another web hosting company? Anyone get, explain uh, that to me? Okay. Deal. Yeah, it's not happening. I, I'm smart enough to know that you you want me to go make a link, so I'm going to send my traffic to GoDaddy. Are you what are you, what what little joint thing are you smoking that you need to go put down on the table? All right. It's not happening. So that's my opinion. You will hear other people say, oh, no, we got to make links to other people. Why? Why? Yeah. Uh, I'm the expert. But so, if you add any links that go back to, like, for example, your Facebook page or your LinkedIn page. They're at the top of my head, my top of my website, every one of them. And they're image links. They're not text links. They want you to make text links. Hmm. All right, those are image links out to those social properties and everybody has them. I'm not worried about that. But what I am worried about is you taking a link and going and linking it to Lowe's. Here, don't go buy this, go go to Lowe's. And next thing you know, they're at Lowe's buying it to do it themselves, install my own toilet kit. Yes. All right, I mean, why are you, why? Yeah, I, I, sometimes people say some really stupid things. The thing is Google doesn't put out a book and they don't tell you what to do. So you have to make some common sense decisions, right? So does it sound salient to you to start making links to other people's website when you know that you hit a link and you don't come back? Yes, it doesn't make any sense. Then, And I would say if it doesn't make any sense, you probably shouldn't participate in it. Yes, and um, The Art of SEO, that's one book that I kind of bought just to see what, what are your thoughts. That book is several years old now eric knows what he's talking about don't it doesn't doesn't but eric runs an agency so why is eric going to write a book that tells you every little nuancey thing again it's you have to and my kids used to do this to me okay they do into me what they do they still do it they don't do it as much because they've been here 10 years now and they kind of get it down okay but they used to come with me and they'd show me this blog post and they say this blog guy said i should be doing this and the thing is is that they tell you enough, but they don't tell you the nuance or the impact or the outflow of it all. And I, and I will tell you one of the things that when I put this class on the internet, I was always really concerned about what it would be if I, because I kind of just say what I think and, and what I, I don't have any ulterior motives because at the end of the day, I've had some that have walked out of this class and have been able to do it themselves. Um, but 99% of them either keep coming because they need my tutelage or eventually they go to someplace and they yell uncle and say, come help them. I mean, there's, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and I mean, Henry's been back with us since the U of H days. I, 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 it's gotta be 10, 15 years now. I mean, so he's, that's why I was like, I haven't seen him in forever. His kids are probably going to high school now. They were like little tiny things and they would come to class with me. See? Um, but, but the reality is, is that I could write a whole book. Why am I going to write a book to train you how to do my job? Yeah. It's just a fair question. And I, and there's a lot in that book, but there's also a lot you have to read between the lines and know the touch points of and know the art of. It'd be like, again, I try to use analogies that people would understand. If Picasso wrote a book on how to paint a painting, does that mean I could paint the painting like Picasso? 
He's All right. And Eric, and like I said, Eric knows what he's talking about. There's not any two ways about it. I mean, I, it's, that's not even a, a thing. And I, I've never actually truly sat down and read that book front to cover because him and I kind of started this all at the same time, meaning that we've all, we learned because we came up through the ranks, not because we read a book. But along the way, as I, I learned what I want to do, like this whole outbound links on my website, I literally have insisted for 20 years, I am not making a link outbound to my website. Just forget it. It's not happening. And people come for years. Even my own business partner used to argue it with me for a while. I'm not doing it. You're not going to, I'm not going to do it. So just, and I don't think it hurts me because I'm on the first page of Google. So I must be doing something right. You know, so that's the, that's the thing. I mean, it's, I mean, the one, the one hallmark of this for the last 20 years, I've been teaching this class since 2003. Okay. This is like straight talk. It is what it is. I answer it the best I can. Some of you guys don't have enough. You're way overthinking this. If I, I guarantee you, if I went to that website, you're missing the high level ring things while you're running around worrying about what your domain authority is. That's a thing that's not a thing that may be a thing that nobody really knows if it's a thing. So you're worried about this granular piece. And my bet is I could walk up on that website and I'll find something in the first two seconds of you didn't do it right. That's just a guess. And I don't mean that disrespectfully. Don't misunderstand me at all on that. But I, I, where you are, you're, 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 you're down in these granular things that you need touch for. So you can come forever. I got no problem. You can just keep coming. I mean, I, I, like him, he's been here for 10 years. Longer than that, really, Henry, right? Because it, it has to go back to 2007 or eight maybe 2009, something like that. But I mean, it's got to be, it's, 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 there's others of you that come in and out of here that have been here. Um, Jackie's usually here and she's not here today, but she's been hanging around 10, 12 years too. They've all been around 10, 12 years because they're all doing it. Or Jackie's an agency. She comes find out what she's supposed to be doing for her customers. That's what we do. Can you hear me? Fine with me. So 15 years. All right. What's the next question we got? Okay. Cause we got like four minutes. Is there any more? Okay. Well, next time we're going to talk about how do we set up for success and what are the things that we need to do? So I'm going to cover that in the next one. Cause there's a lot to go through on that. Um, and that's what we're going to do first week of March. Um, check the website, the uh, vertical web website that under the classes. I've got a class on local coming up. Um, I've got, uh, uh, I actually am going to be at the Houston West Chamber tomorrow morning talking about how all things have to be worked together to make things work and what we should be focusing on in 2022. Um, so there's at least four more classes this month, I think. So this is February's just getting started. So um, make sure you're on the schedule. Make sure you get classes. They're free to everybody. Anybody, wherever you come from, you're always welcome to attend. Um, I will say that the HCC class um, usually tracks two to 300. So if you want to be a part of that class, just make sure you sign up because it's, you know, like, I don't, I don't know what the cap is, but I know we usually get three, about 300 roughly. So just make sure you sign up for that one if you want to be part of that one. Anyway, Everybody stay warm, 
we all know a plumber for when our pipes break tomorrow. We all, we're all ahead of the game. So we all know, call Cooper Plumbing in Houston and Thank he's going to come and help everybody in the SEO class. Thank you a lot, really. I, I, <laughs> I, want you to, well. I want you to blast me on anything that you see. That's what I want you to do. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> on the plumbing, you blast me on this. There you go. Well, that's that. That's the thing. So you just uh, just know that you know everybody stay warm, and I will see everybody uh, next. Well, actually, if you come tomorrow morning, I'll see you tomorrow morning. Otherwise, I'll see you all uh, next week, next Wednesday for our next installment. And I think it's local is the next one. So I think that's what I'm talking about. So make sure you're on the mailing list so you get the reminders. Uh, anyway, have a good week, and I'll talk to you soon. Take care, Henry. It's always good to see you, my friend. All right. And bye-bye everyone else, new friends. So. Hi, thank you. Bye-bye. You're welcome.